You're listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast, exploring all things on the Great British Baking Show with your hosts, Alison Roche and Lisa Vukmirovic. Hello, everybody. I'm Alison. And I'm Lisa. And we are the Soggy Bottom Girls. And we are here for Patisserie Week, but I don't know how to say it right. Patisserie, Patisserie, with a little carrot over the A. So I wonder what the little A with the carrot means. (laughs) Any help there, Allison? Uh, You would think that my five years of French would yield some insight. (laughs) But I can't remember. How did I not know? I have been friends with Allison for zillions of years, and I didn't know you even took one year of French. I didn't. How how sad. How very, very sad. I also took Spanish and did really well in Spanish after. Well, I think I took Spanish my senior year after while in my fifth year of French. So it was kind of a breeze at that point. Oh my gosh. But what did you think? Hey, I'm going to go to France, <laughs> France. I'm going to France <laughs> and then I'm going to the French fries, <laughs> French dressing <laughs> in Peru. Uh, what did, what uh, were you going to do with this French major that you had in high boy, school? That's a great question. <laughs> that is a great question. I don't know what I thought. I think I thought that this is what you do if you you think you're smart is take a foreign language. Honestly. Oh my gosh, that is so I 80s. Really did. That is so 80s. You yeah. had to take a foreign language. Yeah. Absolutely. I oh know. My gosh. Well, let's go. I to know. France. I I think that's what I thought. Uh, our high school also had German. You could take German. My sister did. Which is when would you, unless you were hell bent on moving to one of two countries? Mm-hmm. I mean. German I will tell you. Really I will wrong. tell you. In my high school, the smart people took German. Literally, uh, like because oh, I took so you Spanish had German too. Okay. I yeah, we had Look German, French, and Spanish. I took two years of Spanish and then had to quit it. But all the super smart people took German because it's like, oh, that's the hard language. Well. Lisa grew up in a small town <laughs> and I think I, <laughs> I think I miss, and I grew up in a, not a big city, but a city. It is. And big. I think that sometimes I assume that, you know, small town high schools wouldn't have German or churro day for that matter. Churro day. <laughs> Shout out wouldn't to be cold like my, water, Michigan. Yeah. I don't think of the multiculturalism. Like German seems like a fringe language so i'm impressed that coldwater high school had german yeah we had an amazing (laughs) teacher too she got all those kids to pass like the ap test and stuff like that nice nice yeah so there you go the cafeteria have a patisserie day (laughs) you know we did not have a patisserie day sadly i never knew what a pommier was until now i guess i've made something similar to a pommier for like a party. I bought um, mm. bought puff pastry and rolled up like a ham and cheese or something and rolled it sure. up. Amazing! It's delicious <laughs> and mm-hmm. amazing. Pesto, roll that up in there. So there you go. All about making your own puff pastry, I guess. But making a palmier is not really that hard. Well, this is a semifinal week, and the bakers were tasked with. 24 savory palmier and yeah it sounds like 
when you made your pesto ham, that was kind of maybe a classic flavor because yep. I feel like that was a thread throughout, you know, the week. There was items like that. I mean, ingredients like that, rather. Uh, I think maybe Candace had some that were a little more uh, interesting. She had red onion and mushroom and bacon and Parmesan. She also had a cheese called Cambozola. <laughs> Do you know what Cambozola. that was? No, I just looked it up as like, it's a cheese. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I literally didn't even know it was a cheese. So I had to, yeah, I Googled it, but that's all I, I know. I just assumed, I was thinking Gorgonzola. I was like, maybe it's just some yeah, maybe. version of that, but I don't, don't know. Don't you just sure. love that there's like so many cheese cheeses there's so Mm -hmm. many cheeses the world of cheese is open to all except for those who are lactose intolerant but i just i love cheese i do too do you want to hear a story a story about cheeses absolutely this is a funny story and sad at the same time my friend stacy it's a man his mother passed away Mm -hmm. and they were at her like funeral dinner you know and there was cheese a lot of cheese sure and um some someone had a plate and they were talking to maybe stacy's dad or someone and they were like i just love cheeses don't you just love cheeses (laughs) and the person was like yes if it wasn't for jesus i would not have been able to get through this time and it's stacy told me that story later and i was like that's the most precious story you know like so you can laugh at a funeral and we still use it in our house we're like we just love we love jesus we love jesus sorry I like it. <laughs> it was a baptist funeral so very midwestern in flavor <laughs> and cheese right <laughs> yeah wisconsin friend yes cheese plates are pretty ubiquitous here yes. uh, that seems to be a very popular you know it's a go-to yeah and we just went to a supper club a week or two ago and it was amazing because they brought their salad bar back which not a lot of restaurants right have because of covid and they on their salad bar serve a have a giant wheel of cheese at the end, and it's always amazing. Well, they had a sharp cheddar, and then they switched it to a humongous hunk of blue, which Ooh. I thought was amazing. Yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, or maybe it was Cambazola. I don't it know. I didn't ask. Been. I assumed it was blue. Uh, you know. I think they really, Candace does these heart-shaped ones, and, and they liked them well enough, I believe. Or though they said maybe one, they wouldn't class it as a palmier. It was a little but, too big. Right. Didn't Selassie say it's about a centimeter? It's supposed to be about a centimeter thick? Oh, yeah. He Quite sure thin. Did. Yeah. Well, although his were underbaked. He did um, not have a good week. Poor Selassie. This is the only time we've seen him like get shook. And yes. I feel like once he lost his Selassie mojo, all bets were off. Mm-hmm. You know, he just mm-hmm. struggled, 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 struggled. And P.S. Salmon in the palmier. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know I about that either. 
Um, I don't know about that either. And his little butterfly situation. Mm -hmm. I don't think the butterfly worked. And he like, he made it and sliced it in half and then opened it up. At first I I thought, oh, he's just going to make two and stick them together. You know, it just made it more complicated for himself. Did you like Jane's floral shaped ones again with pesto? Yeah. I thought Um, it was, it was nice to have something a little bit different. You know, then the classic mm-hmm. elephant ear. That's what they kept calling it. You know, elephant ear. Oh, right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought Jane I was on fire this week. She did a really good job. She did. She did. Um, actually, all three of them sort of did well. Um, except for our friend Celeste. Except for right? Celeste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think of Andrew's? Irby Treblecliffs. <laughs> <laughs> he was on a music this... role this week, wasn't he? With his, he did oh, yeah, he the was. showstopper with the Philharmonic Fondants. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, there was this one of Mary's withering sort of exchanges when she finds out he's using dried breadcrumbs yes. in with his pastry. And she's very yes. concerned about that. I would like to talk about Andrew's puff though. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like I am, I can speak to this now that I've made it once and it obviously was not amazing, but he did his twice. I and know. it's so labor intensive. And when he was making it, I was watching, paying special attention. He's like, I'm going to go ahead and do, like two or three turns at a time. So he would skip a turn and he would, you know, instead of fold it, chill it, come back, fold it again. He, he, I think two or three times, you know, did multiple turns and it was gorgeous. His puff Mm -hmm. was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It was better than Jane's. They said hers was kind of oily and stuff. And I'm just like, dang it. How many times has this, what, 20 something made puff pastry that he was able to cheat it and still have it be amazing that it, it made me feel like an utter disaster or a ready disaster as he called it because it, <laughs> it took me well, two days yeah. to make puff pastry and his he did it an hour and a half how'd you do that andrew sorry i don't know and i don't know how he got the guts to do that um guts i really don't it i really don't gutsy. it was in that hot Unless tent. you just felt like you just had to make it through that it had to be, I don't know. Again, couldn't he have tried to use both? Uh, you <laughs> know, pick the better one. Yeah, but you know, when I was watching his, I'm like, ooh, that butter is all over the place. You know, it looked like a rough puff rather than a right, and it was really coming through. So, I mean, I I don't think he could have used it, but mm-hmm. who am I? Mm-hmm. Well. Um, to me, this was a total gear switch to, to the technical, um, which I guess is a patisserie. It's the Savara, which we've seen and it's been sprinkled in and out of, you know, other seasons for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This type of yeasted cake, I guess, where you have a special tin, um, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Would you make this? Maybe what if I send you the tin I've been promising to send? Sure. <laughs> I, I might try it. Um, 
Yeah, I think the big challenge on this one was getting the soak in all the way through. They wanted that liquor, whatever it is. I don't know. What was the liqueur that they put on it? I don't remember. Mm, I'm not remembering now either. And then the decor, you know, trying to make it look pretty with caramel and stuff like that on top without having it melt. And when they were like putting the whipped cream on top and it was all sliding off and they're pushed every time they use their hands. I know. I know. It's gross. It is gross to me. It is really distasteful. Mm -hmm. Really distasteful. There's been so many moments like that chat now with her ice cream. Oh, dear God. Her whole hand. And you're like, your hands cannot be that clean. And I feel like in light of what we've gone through the last zillion years with, um, you know, the current state of, I don't even want to say the word, health around here. You know, everybody being a lot more diligent about clean hands. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But and I mean, what did look, we, Paula, Mary, you're fine. What did we decide that Chantilly cream is? It's just really just sweetened whipped cream, sweetened right? Sweetened whipped cream is a mm-hmm. Chantilly cream. Mm-hmm. So they wanted this yeasted Savaron cake with a Chantilly cream, and it had to have this boozy drizzle with it or injected into it. And then they had to make a chocolate, and then they had to be able to pipe the word Savaron into it. So Lots of fiddly things. All of them really, you know, accomplished it well enough. I guess they split some hairs because it had to have all this pile of fresh fruit on top, including oranges. Ick. But um, yes, why would you want an orange on the top of? Ugh. I don't You're want right. an orange. No, no, I don't want an orange. And that was a sticking point, though, because some bakers really spent a lot of time cleaning up their oranges. And some just piled it on top, mm-hmm. which would be the fourth place. Yeah. So Yeah, he came in fourth. So out of all of the technicals, was there only one time that he wasn't last? I feel like Ooh, if we went get back out and your looked. Sheets. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was last almost every time. And I, I think, you know, to dive into the personality of Selassie, And he's talked about Mm -hmm. it before. He's like, you know, baking is about improvisation. I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs) No, Mm -hmm. it's not. You measure everything down to the gram. But he he's very successful with his with his improv. Right. But when it's when it's a technical and you have to have things just right, that's when he just doesn't do well. And, you know, who cares? He probably has so much fun in the kitchen and you know, the technical was just a thorn in his side. And he's, I feel like he was lucky to be able to make it this far doing as poorly as he did on almost all of the technicals. Right. I think that you're right. And that he probably in life had a lot of success with seat of his pants, improvisation, Mm -hmm. um, and not needing things to look a certain way, for instance. And so he does have a talent and that has gotten him through to a certain point. And it is kind of cool that he made it this far without being, um, yeah, technically a technical accurate. technical baker. Or, mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, he came in fourth. Candace came in third. Andrew second. And Jane's had the perfect color and perfect yep. decoration on it. Great job, yeah. Jane. So... The showstopper is one of those 
uber fiddly ones that's almost stressful to watch. So stressful. Parts. You know, I woke up this morning. I was like, I can't wait to talk to Allison about about baking. What do I want to bake this weekend? And I was like, not a fondant fancy. <laughs> I would never in a million years want to have anything to do with when they were frosting those. I thought, kill me now. You no, know, those kidding. cubes and it's crumbling Absolutely. everywhere. I can't even frost a cake. I am bad at cake. You know, and a whole cake is a lot different from 36 micro cubes that's they're crumbling everywhere. It's so frustrating. So frustrating. Is there a huge difference between a petty four and a fondant fancy? Is it just the fondant part? That's the the difference. That's do you an think? excellent idea. If I had to guess, because I'm not super familiar with Petty Fours, except from some Swiss colony catalog that we got. <laughs> Located in uh, Wisconsin, oh by gosh. the way. Did yes. you get those catalogs when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. And I used to order Petty Fours at Christmas time. And John worked there briefly. Yes. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is amazing. I want to learn more about Swiss colony. But I isn't that Petty Four filled in some way? I thought yes. it was filled. But they yes. on the these they were like, oh, they're not usually filled. And then they did oh. fill them. Remember, I'm I'm guessing so maybe somebody out there can can correct us, but remember like Candace is putting that filling in there and they're like, oh, they're not usually filled, but what a nice surprise. Oh, okay. But then they, but they didn't say, oh, now it's a petty four. So right. I literally don't know. I don't know. Right. Um so petite means small. What's yeah. the what's the four part? Oh, if only someone knew French around here. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't that be nice? I wish I had taken a language. <laughs> you have to give a shout out to your French teacher from high school, Madame I, whoever. I her name was Madame Valancourt. And she's, she's mad at you. Be dead. No, she's don't say be that. Dead. She's I mean, listening. Come on, she's listening. She's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Madame. Give us a shout out on your on your uh, social media. <laughs> I'll have to look her up now. She, um, I think she was a very good French teacher who had the most Midwestern accent Love in it. her in her French, and I, I just, yeah, yeah. I think she was example. a good teacher. Do an imitation. Oh, uh, bonsoir. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll have a little presentation ready for you next time. I'll think Homo about tally that. Vu. Sorry, that's not Midwestern. I can't even. I can't not do a Midwestern, Midwestern accent because I am from the Midwest and I don't even know what it sounds like. <laughs> we used to really um, talk about her behind her back because she must have been in her fifties and. She was wearing, she was somebody probably like you, who is like the same size as she's always been, the same size as she was in high school and every period of life. And she had saved every piece of clothing from the 60s and 70s. Excellent. So she wore incredibly dated clothing, but it looked really, you know, like it was her signature style. Mm -hmm. You know, giant collars that Ooh. came down to huge points and just like sweater sets and whatever. They were clearly from the 60s. So she just dressed very much in the past before that was a thing. But her I clothes know. were always clean and well, 
you know, she looked good, but she, she was interesting. She probably woke up every day thinking, look how much money I'm saving by wearing these beautiful <laughs> pointed partridge family collars. What you know what? Day. It was very partridge family. There that you is go. a very good, uh, good example. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I think of when I, family. Yep. yes. Did she have a beautiful yep. wispy mullet kind of thing in the back? <laughs> She didn't have a mullet. She had very short blonde hair and she was a rail. She was just thin like and always tan. Yeah. Always tan. She's She sounds like a style icon. I would love to see a picture. Shoot me one. Go find <laughs> your right. yearbook. Okay. Okay. I will. Nice. I will. I, I, I had total sidetrack. Sorry. I'm saying she we was in her fifties. <laughs> I'm saying she was in her fifties. She could have been 35. You know right. what I mean? I was looking up, I don't even need to name him, a certain art professor that we both know from college. Mm -hmm. And I was telling my husband about him when I met him. And I was like, he was probably like 60. (laughs) I looked it up. He was like 35 when he started at our school. Oh, right. And I thought at the time, I literally thought at the time he was 60 because I was 19. And so everybody above 25 was like, Yeah, I was shocked that he was the age now that I thought he was when I met him at 19. Yep. Yep. Uninteresting. It is interesting. (laughs) All right. Back to fondant fancy. Little stressful fiddly cubes. Uh, Uh, yeah. Fiddly and stressful, fiddly and stressful. That should have just been all of my notes. And then what would you do, do you think? They talk about being a dipper, dipping the little cakes into mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or butter buttercream icing. Well, you have to do the buttercream on the sides. A coat first. Yes. Okay. And Jane did not. She did not right. do it. And I'm right. going to say what I really think about Jane. She's so smart. She Mm -hmm. is so smart with her baking. And she said, did you hear her go, if you spend five minutes on each one of these, that's three hours. That's ridiculous. Yes. And she was ready to take the hit. Yeah. She knew that they would look crumbly on the side and she didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. You're Um, right. And when you, you looked in her eyes and they're going, you didn't cover it in buttercream. And she's like, "Mm," you know, she's shaking her head. And at the same time, she's like, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I know what yeah. they look like. And I knew they were going to look like that. It was not worth it to me to, to spend all that time and not get what I wanted. So I feel like she might've been in the running for star Baker and that's what took it away from her. That oh, those messy sides. But to, I thought the sides look kind of fun that like all bumpy. And I know they're supposed to be smooth and whatever, but she didn't do it. And she made that very conscious effort to not do that. And she was willing to take the hit for it. Psychology. I liked it too. And I thought a lot about her saying, you know, Hey, that would be three hours. I'm like, how are they going to even get this done? If you start thinking about it that way, Mm -hmm. it sounded horrifying. And, you know, they didn't even talk about the fact that she put a marzipan layer on. Did you catch that Mm-mm. on her raspberry curd one? There was a marzipan layer on top. Oh my gosh! No, I didn't. I don't know even that. know when she when she had time to make that. I thought her pistachio sponge that sounded really yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Did you notice her technique? Her technique, she did like a potato masher. Mm -hmm. And so she like dipped and poured at the same time. And nobody else did that. Yeah. And I thought that was like genius. That's what I thought I would try if I ever tried yes. this, which I won't. Yes, but no. Let's, let's I don't bow know. to each other to never make a fondant fancy. How how could you possibly ever I guess maybe if you had little turntables at eye level and you were I don't even know how they accomplished that, honestly. Yeah. And had it look as good as it did. Honestly, um, it looked like Andrew was about to his head was gonna explode. Yeah. From all the the fiddliness of it, mm-hmm. he but sure if did. I were to make a fondant fancy, I'm sorry, I got to go back to coffee flavored. I think that would be the way to go, and that's what Andrew did. He did like a mocha, right? I think it's maca. Maca? Is that how they said it? Mocha? They didn't. No, they didn't say mocha. We say mocha. Maca. Matcha. Maca. Whatever. Was, okay, yeah. it wasn't matcha tea, <laughs> right? That's green. No, 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 no. You're okay. right. It was coffee. Okay. What'd you think of his presentation? His amazing, amazing harmonic. Yeah. I thought it was cute. He, he really knocked it out of the park with his, with his presentation, the head scratcher presentation. I'm like, Candace WTF with the piano with a dirty, it was dirty. Thank you, Allison. Dirty peeling and peeling paint. Yeah. I, I just thought together those uh, putting food (laughs) Owned it. I applaud her, you know, trying to think of clever ways to display things. Mm-hmm. That grossed me out. There was literal stains on yeah. the back of the piano. And it when was you're hideous. placing food around, no. Thanks I'm for the lead poisoning. Can't. I'm sure it was old, <laughs> you know. But there was not oh. wrong with that. I had to write that down when uh, they were eating Candace's fondants. Yeah, her not, chocolate. There's not wrong on. with that. Ooh, mm-hmm. they like mm-hmm. that. Mary was delighted, and she'd made this cherry bakewell uh, version also, and soaked cherries and like an almond liqueur, which was a good idea. And she assured them that that it wouldn't have bled into the the cake, and she was right. And yep. Mary took note of that. It was extremely controversial while she was doing it, and the, the cool the, the cool thing was she stuck to her guns, and I think that's kind of a character trait of Candace yeah. when people are like, Nope, don't do that. Nope. And she's like, yeah, it does work. Mm-hmm. And that just shows such, you know, strength of character for her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the best for last. <laughs> mm. Selassie. Yeah. He wants to make these um, red velvet and raspberry or pink velvet rather pink velvet. Yeah. Pink velvet and raspberry. And then a lime and ginger. And there is a serious exchange about sieving the flower um, again from Mary, you know, where yep. she, he says, no, I didn't sieve the flower. I don't ever do that. And her just staring at him in the face, like, how could you not sieve your flower? But she doesn't say that. And, he gets it in his head. She gets under his skin and he's like, I got to yep. remake it. And I got to serve yeah. the flower. It makes you wonder as always, what would it have been if he hadn't, he didn't go back to, to remake it. And they, they said it was perfect. His sponge was perfect mm-hmm. after sifting the flour. But I mean, do you sift your flour for everything? No. Do you? Um, no, but I don't really make cakes. Mm-hmm. So, but you know what mm-hmm. I do? Um, a lot of times because, you know, recipes call for 
put all your dry ingredients here and put all your wet ingredients here. I like to take a whisk and I'll whisk the dry ingredients oh. together. And yeah. I think if you could see me at home, I'm spinning my hand around <laughs> as though whisking in the air. And um, I feel like that adds uh, a little lightness to the dry ingredients. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And it's it's kind of a cheater's way. I guess it's kind of in between. I do have some sifters. I think they're a pain in the butt, you know, to twist or squeeze or whatever. It's like, who has time for that? But, um, you know, if Mary Berry tells you to do it, I guess you better do it. I remember sifting flour a lot for my mom or my grandma as a kid and totally digging it. And now, I mean, carpal tunnel, man. Talk mm-hmm. about if you use like an old-fashioned mm-hmm. squeeze handle one. So, yeah, I do get the sieve out. It depends on what it is. If it's something that I really need to make sure, usually if it's like a cake I'm giving away, I guess, I will make sure that. Um, I have sieved the flour. I yeah. always sift the, the, and I say sift, you say sieve. Do you say sieve? Either one, either one. I always I sift one. the um, powdered sugar. Like yeah. Because that, that gets a lot of little bumpies in it. Sure With, does. And if you want to have a smooth icing, you need really need to sift it. You're right. You're right. Well, he does remake his pink velvet and, um, you know, gets on with it he he presents did you notice he had put some flowers on top that had totally wilted I don't know what that was about but um he presents them and you know they you know they look all right I think I don't I don't remember seeing him stress out a ton about getting the icing on properly but you know? I felt like his butterflies were a little bit sad. They were a little childish. Childish. Yeah, clunk, clunky. They were clunky. Yeah, it just looked like a piece of candy or, yeah. you know, like that you would just buy. It just looked yeah. clunky. Yeah. When you yeah. when you compare it to Jane, you know, when they, they didn't really give us a very good shot, I feel like I should have paused it to really take take in what she had on top she had like six different little elements on each mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and it was so it was delicate and it was well thought out because she gave herself the time because she skipped that other stirrup you know what I mean right so right. um when you compare it it's like yeah there's absolutely no comparison and also Andrews were lovely he had a little music book open there was a book and then there's a little note on there um his bow ties were much mm-hmm. cuter much cuter than like I mean, even though it was still like a punch, it looked a little more finessed than those punched butterflies. I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. Sorry, Selassie. I'm too, because you and I both love him and everybody loves him, yes. frankly. Yes. I mean, I, <clears throat> what's not to love? Mel and Sue were really rooting for him to stay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They're so cute with him, but, uh, but he does not stay as most people who watch the show probably know he yep. is he, he and he knew it and you know, everybody kind of knew it he absolutely knew he knew yeah. it was his time to go yeah yeah and what was surprising of course uh was well at least it was surprising him that andrew won star baker and so he had a very sweet genuine surprise to element to Definitely. that um Definitely. And I was glad he kind of got that little boost um, going into the final. Yes. 
Yes, he. I think he needed that, and he worked his butt off in this one. I mean, obviously making this puff pastry twice and making this fantastic showstopper. Yes, he worked really, yeah. really hard. Yep, and having you know a display that I'm sure he built and and probably else. wiped it off before he put stuff on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sorry, I'm, Candace. I, I'm she lands on her feet, fortunately. But you know, absolutely. I, we there's been other moments in other bakers and other seasons where I've kind of like cringed a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I was thinking of some presentation stuff. Do you and something I did actually? Do you remember when it was a trend to make a cake in a cat litter box? And serve oh, it with a cat scoop. Do you remember that trend? To me, that is so <laughs> disgusting. I don't. Yes. Like Tootsie Rolls, like roll out Tootsie Rolls yes, and put yes. it in. Um, what was the litter? I, I think it was probably like kind of some kind of cookie a crushed crumble. up, do you think? Like a cookie crumb? I didn't make it. I'm just saying, do of you remember the trend? Of course you didn't. Or because be friends. I couldn't cross that line either. I just, no. I get that it's kind of funny and clever, but at the same time, you're just, even there's something about that. And I, so I did something similar. Well, I didn't do something similar, but I, I wanted to try having a flat rolling pin. We've talked about this a couple other times. Like just a stick. And, you know, Val earlier in the season uses a broom handle, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to buy a broom. And then I was at the dollar store and I saw saw plungers for a dollar. Oh, God. And they had a wooden handle. (laughs) And? And so I bought a plunger, a toilet plunger, and then I took the rubber off and I was like, so pleased with myself. Like, this is going to be great. And then the manufacturer had put a huge sticker that wrapped around the whole stick of the plunger. Uh And I can't get this. Everybody in my life is spared the knowledge of having something rolled out with a toilet, <laughs> with a plunger, toilet handle. plunger. And you could use the plunger as a cookie cutter. Woo-hoo. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, Allison made her plunger cookies again. Oh, no. Run, run. <laughs> what? So much value for a dollar, Allison. Good job. My thriftiness is proud of you. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even tell my husband because I can just see the look of disgust on his face. But I love it. That's fantastic. Okay, rest assured, armed with this plunger handle. It was unusable thanks to the, the <laughs> sticky sticker residue. So no worries. Did you I'll try any, any goo gone? <laughs> no, do you really want me to? Do you want me to no. proceed with this? <laughs> no, because if you put the goo gone in there, it'll seep into the wood yeah. and then that'll get into your bags. I know. I know. I wouldn't do that. I know. Distasteful. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's made a cat litter cake, you can send us some pictures if you feel like it. But yeah, no thanks. Oh gosh. Well, you know, Selassie, for being so popular, so handsome, and so you Charming. know, out there, I I couldn't find a lot about him except, of course, maybe this is 
just, you know, old lady Allison isn't keeping with the times. I just expect everybody to have a website. Mm-hmm. He's active on Instagram and Twitter. And um, he has actually quite a few beautiful bakes on his Instagram and both of his Instagram and Twitter handles are the same. It's at Selassie G B. Oh, Selassie G B. Well, actually I think it's his last name is. Oh, Boromita. Oh, okay. That's not pronounced right. Um, It's he's from Ghana. If we, if you'd recall, but his name is like G B O R. M-I-T-T-A-H. So the first two letters of his last name are G-B. Got it. <clears throat> Here I'm but thinking Great British, of course. That's the one definition. thing, I know, I actually thought it was Great British also. He is known for having a friendship with Val. Um, that's kind of out there. But I mm-hmm. did find one little tidbit from an interview with he and Val um, that said he went to Switzerland and studied patisserie for eight months. After so this? He, yes, yes. So oh, he upped wow. his game. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. is he doing baking professionally? I don't believe so. Okay. I really don't. I didn't see anything to indicate that. Um, I think he's still in banking. Um, I did not see a wedding ring on his videos on Instagram. He's available, ladies. <laughs> Go find Celeste. So, and uh, as you remember, he was on one of the holiday versions. Yep. yep. Um, and I think it was just a year after actually this season. So I'd love to see him again. I wish they would Absolutely. call him back for another. He could another have holiday. his own, he could have his own show, seriously. Yeah, he's got charisma, that is for sure. Just but fun to watch. <clears throat> I did see a cute um little piece of that story was that when Candace got married, um, they all went, all the bakers from this season went to her wedding and everybody baked her a wedding cake. That's so she, incredible. Do you have a picture had, of that? <gasps> she had 11, uh, 11 cakes at her wedding. I thought that was really sweet. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. And I just got goosebumps trying to picture what they made for her. That's awesome. It was lovely. It was lovely. But you can check it out. Google that, baby. Absolutely. Google it. I will do that immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's me and us and you and all of us here. And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> and Dustin. Thank you for listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Soggy Bottom Girls. Or connect with us at SoggyBottomGirls.com. And may all your bakes be worthy of a Hollywood handshake.